You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for consistent West of Scotland Football League coverage. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the Scottish Football Show Extra right here on SM Media. This is your West of Scotland only show. We are going to take a look at the Scottish Cup this week. There's three West of Scotland teams reached the fourth round of the Scottish Cup. Such a brilliant achievement for all three teams, Clyde Bank, Dargo and Auckland Lake. I have brought along Lachlan Higgett from the Daily Record to talk about this. Lachlan, pleasure to have you on. Thanks very much for doing this. Hi mate, thanks for having me. Always for nice Absolute pleasure. Brilliant to have you on. Obviously, we've spoken about this in the past. The, the pyramid system has obviously allowed these teams to get their, their West of Scotland and SFA membership and get, be able to compete in these competitions. It's some achievement for all three teams to get into the fourth round of the Scottish Cup. It's a great advert for the league as a whole. Oh, it is. It's incredible. You know, uh, we all know about how well Talbot has been over the years, um, but it's nice that they're, they've been joined by a couple of teams in the last 32 Obviously, Talbot's not managed to, to get by this round yet, so uh, nice, easy task for them as well, eh, as we'll touch on. But uh, the likes of Darvo, their first ever year in the competition, it's been an incredible job by, by Mick and, and John and the, the guys, and Clyde Bank as well. Obviously, they've got history of the, you know, um, in these kind of levels, but it's great to see them back as well. It's... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Some achievement for, for all three teams. Obviously, before we get into talking about all three teams, it's Obviously, come up, didn't they get through and things like that? There's, there's going to be a lot more teams going to get into this level as well. We've seen like Sakoa and are going to go for their SFA membership. It's just it's going to be the kind of standard that all the the West of Scotland teams are going to try and get to this level at some point, aren't they? Aye, absolutely. As you say, co-winning. I think they are they're at an advanced stage. Yeah. Of, you know, they've, I'm not sure if they've been approved yet. Uh, Irvine Meadow, there they're hoping to get it done by the end of this season. You know, these are these are big clubs and they're not going to be in the, the competition to fill numbers, you know, they're going yeah. to be in. They want their Irvine Meadows done it before, beating their growth, you know, the, they played Easter Road, you know, these teams want a taste of that again and co-winning, they've not had it. They, you know, they, they'll be jealous of all these teams that's getting their, their big paydays because that's, you know, ultimately what it comes down to as well. It's, you know, the money when you're, you know, Talbot's been to Tynecastle twice mm-hmm. and, you know, they've been able to install floodlights and stuff off the back of games like that. You know, it's it's, it's incredible for these teams to... None of them's had a big a big one at Parkhead or Ibrox yet, but that's the, that's, the, that's the dream for one of these teams, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But we'll move into talking about all three teams. Obviously, they've got big games coming up this weekend. We'll start with Clyde Bank going to... Ant- they, they host Han, and they, got, they beat the likes of Elgin and Clyde to get to this stage as well. We saw them against Elgin, but I'd probably say that at half time of the, the first game, you'd think Clyde Bank are probably not going to make it. But it's been some achievement for Gordon and the guys to get for that game and then obviously beating Clyde. It's been some journey for them so far. Aye, absolutely. It's a you know, a kind of fairy tale, you know, the way their their journey's been over the years, you know, and as you say, beating beating Elgin, you know, I think they got there as well. And, yeah, and they went up there, right? done, you know. I don't think there's many teams go up to Elgin and, and get kind of positive results. It is a kind of tough place to go, I'm led to believe. And, and beating Clyde as well. You know, Clyde are a, a top team. Uh, Danny Lennon's in charge yeah, there. Yeah, David Goodwally scoring every week as well. That's, you know, they've, they've got a good team there. They're a kind of a top top team. And beating them is, you know, Celtic have suffered uh, over the years, you know. Exactly. Against, yeah. So, no, no, the, 
have been serious in that. But you know, it's it's a great result for for Clyde Bank uh, to get to this stage. You know, anything's a bonus, and you know, at home to home to a League Two team, why no? Why why can they not get to the last sixteen? Yeah, obviously, Anne, and they're, they're flying as well in, in League Two. I think they're sitting third. They've, they've had a really good start as well. Obviously, Peter Murphy and Colin McMenamin are there, good good friends of the show. But, aye, I mean, I would say, obviously, I think it's easy to say Clyde Bank probably have the easier task, particularly being at home. And it's a League Two side. I think Darbo and Talbot do have the, the harder games. I think that's clear to see. But Clyde Bank must fancy their chances. It's a, it's a massive game for them. And as you say, the history of the, the club as well, to get back to that stage, that's what they've been dreaming of for so many years. Aye, absolutely. You know, <laughs> and yeah, these teams are even dreaming about getting to the last 32. But I think when you get to that stage and you get a home draw against a team, you know, they're in a lower league than a team they've already beaten. So you've got to start dreaming. Obviously, Annan, you know, they're a good team. They beat uh, Kelty quite convincingly. Yeah, they beat them 4 1. Yeah. So obviously, Annan, again, they're in the last 32. So they kind of be, kind of be all bad. Um, so I'd imagine Annan will be looking at this as a a good chance to get to the last 16 as well yeah. in that token. But, I mean, when you're Clyde Bank, you've got to look at it and you've got to think, well, go out there, win a game in front of your fans and they'll be delighted fans are back for this as well because I'd imagine that'll be a, close to a sellout up there. Yeah. How big is that as well? Within the fun? We'll touch on that with Talbot as well, but how big is it having the, the fans back at a, a stage like that? Because that's that's what you're looking for. See, when you're, you're a Western Scotland team, that's the big games. You want to be there. You want to soak it in and that's what they're going to get now. Aye, it's massive. Like, that's the only thing these these fans deserve a day like yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. Following, following teams in the juniors over the years, you know, they'd have been used to games, maybe with, you know, small crowds, like certain weeks, you yeah. know, and they, they've followed the big guys that's been there every week for 10, 20, 30 years. And this is the, you know, this is the, the carrot that you, you chase in it. And it's great that these, these clubs must have been so worried that, Obviously, it's a financial hit, but you know, just for the supporters as well, that they maybe weren't going to get to see such a, a, a momentous occasion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but we we spoke to the Clyde Bank manager Gordon Moffat about his side's chances this weekend. So we're absolutely thrilled to be joined by the Clyde Bank manager Gordon Moffat. Gordon, it's a pleasure to welcome you on. Thanks very much for doing this. No, no worries, Scott. Good to see you again. It's take it. It's been a busy week. Uh, I as I'm, I'm I'm currently sitting in a hotel room in Manchester with work, so um, quick meeting tomorrow and then back up the road for training. So uh, it's been been a busy week between work and football. It's, it's been man it. Nah. obviously the this occasion, Annan hosting Annan in the third, the fourth round of the Scottish Cup. Like the for the club's perspective, first and foremost, like this is an occasion they've been building towards for many many years since obviously the. The situation years ago. How how big an occasion is this this upcoming game for them? I think it's. Um, I've probably been saying the same all the way through the tournament, Scott. I think uh, every round's been big. You know, right back to the first round tie with Dal Keith. That that was a huge occasion um, for the club to be back in the Scottish Cup. So obviously, as we progress through the tournament, well now feels a wee bit surreal. You know, not just for us. I think having three teams for our league. Yeah. Um, Within by a chance of the last sixteen of the Scottish Cup is is crazy, um. So I, I mean, it's um, it's a huge occasion for the club. You know, again, you know, we've we've had we've been lucky enough that said that to players last night at training. Actually, they've they've created some great memories, um, for the fans this season, and that that, that people will forget and they'll sort of remember for a long, long time. 
Um, so, you know, it's another one. It's another big occasion and we'll, we'll need to try and grab it. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, beating the Whites of Elgin and Clyde to get there, it must have been some occasion to to beat two SPFL teams to get to that journey and then a, you've got a third one in the next round. Ah, I mean, it's, it's been tough games, really tough tests for us. Um, but, you know, the guys have come through it. You know, they've showed sort of what they're capable of. I think, um, I think obviously, at the moment, it's no, it's no secret, you know, we've lost the first two games of the year um, yeah. in the league, which, um, you know, it's frustrating, you know, because we were in such a good run and um, we kind of had great plans for through the break, the, the winter break with training and friendlies, which we never got to do any of through COVID. So I feel like we came in a wee bit cold and a wee bit sluggish, but, um, you know, I'm confident we'll get ourselves back and there's probably no better game, actually, Scott, to be honest. You know, we've not started the year great, um, a couple of couple of defeats. Um, there's probably no better game to lift us. Um, so, I looking forward to it. You know, it's a it's another sort of free hit for us, and the boys sort of know a wee bit more what to expect this time. Yeah, see for the the players as well. How big an occasion is it for them? Obviously, uh, the main round of the Scottish Cup. It must be one of those occasions that they've been thinking about all week as like a dream for them. I mean, you know, I said that to the boys last night. Um, you know, obviously it's. I, again, it's, it's a wee bit different because, you know, we, we lost the game at the weekend. So, guys, are you know, we're hurting for that, obviously. Um, but when we came in on Tuesday, we had to refocus and, and be ready for this one now. So, you know, there's a good buzz about, about the place again this week. And there's um, some guys here taking photos last night. And so all that kind of stuff that goes hand in hand with it this week. It's always a, it's always a different week, um, the build-up to the Scottish Cup game. Um, so it's great, you know, it's great to feel that atmosphere around the club and the boys are looking forward to it. You know, we, we had a good chat at the end of training last night and just said to them that, you know, we, we go and grab it again. You know, he's capable of, of getting to that level. Um, so we just need to go and try and see what we can do in the day. Um, I think the big difference this time is that, um, you know, we're playing Annan, who are probably the form team in League 2 at the minute. Um, you know, the beat the league leaders are nine or ten unbeaten probably the difference with the Elgin and Clyde game was they were probably in sticky spells at, at the time when we played them I mean Clyde have went on a good run since yeah. we played them um, and Elgin picked up a wee bit as well but you know I, th- I think that makes a difference but at the same time you know it's it's another opponent of, of round about that same level so you know we, we've got to believe we can go and compete Obviously, as well for the the supporters, of how big an occasion is it going to be for them, and how important will they be for the the team? I uh, know they'll be massive. I think they've they played the fans have played a huge part in us getting through the both those rounds and, and the Dalkeith game. I don't want to disrespect that tie, but um, certainly with the league opponents, um, they've played a massive part. Obviously, we've seen what happened with the TV game. They they lifted us in the second half, yeah. and the players responded, and we get a replay, and then. You know, people at short notice are we're getting a few hundred people up in Elgin, you know, a few days' notice and really rode the boys over the line. And then the Clyde game, I thought, personally, I thought it was even better. You know, I think we got our tails up for the, the goal in, in the first half. And then the second half, the boys were the boys were excellent against Clyde in the second half. And the crowds fed off that and vice versa. And it, it was great atmosphere, you know. It's, and I think that with fans being allowed back in, if we had to cut that to 500, that was that would have been a blow for us, you know. That that would have been a bit of a blow to our chances. So, to get the full capacity back in, it's a it's a big shot in the arm for us, definitely. 
before you go, is our a wee prediction and Anne and like how? What's your thoughts, Anne? And then when can I keep an eye on them? What's your kind of preparation going into the game? Good side, um, really good side. Um, got some good experience to their team. Um, they've got legs. They're they're well organised. Um, we've always done a lot of homework on them. We've been to watch them a couple of times and also got some of the some of the footage as well. So, um, either listen, they're going to be a real tough test. They've got they've got three or four really good individuals, but I, I think um, on top of that, they're a really good unit. They all they all know their jobs. Um, and I've got, you know it's going to be a difficult tie. But you know, like I said, we we focus on us. But we'll do the same as what we did for Elgin and Clyde. You know, we'll come up with a game plan to. You know what I and, and my guys think is the best way to go about it, um, and we'll put that onto the guys. And if, if they can carry it out, you know the Clyde game, they carried out what we said in the morning and the game plan at the team meeting to an absolute T. Um, so if we go and do that again, you, you know you never know. It's one of them that probably most people don't expect us to win, so that probably suits us. Um, we'll just go and we'll go and have a free hit at them. Gordon, we wish you the very best of luck. Thanks very much for doing this. No worries, Scott. Take care. Cheers. Moving on to talking about Darvo and Lachlan, obviously you've you've covered Darvo for a, a couple of years or so. See when you said, see when you'd said ten years ago that Darvo are going to win the Scottish Cup, you would you would have thought you would have thought you were mad, wouldn't you? I mean, it's been such a massive boost of infrastructure. Obviously, we know John Gall's been involved in that as well. It's some achievement for Darvo to get from where they were to being in the Scottish Cup and wanting to go even further. Aye, no, absolutely. Darvel were playing bottom-tier football in the yeah. junior in the Ersa District League, you know, five, five, six years ago. It's John Goal. <laughs> he's yeah, such a likeable guy and he's done an incredible job at Darvel. You know, he's, he takes a bit, of, a bit of stick at times, you know, for the outsiders, but he really is so dedicated. Yeah. He has, he's done such a great job and, and to get somebody like Mick in, Mick, he, he's done a great job as well and the, the contacts that he has to get the, the players in, you know. I know all the, the chat will be all the money they're spending, but then they there, it doesn't matter. You look at clubs that have put money in over the years and, and they've got nowhere. So, you know, they're doing the right things off the park. Their, their facilities are you know, second to none, yeah. especially at this level. And uh, you know, they deserve everything they're getting as well. Their first ever year in the Scottish Cup. And I was down at Stranraer for the yeah, yeah. there, and I've, I've watched them quite a lot this season. I was at their game at the weekend when they beat Canvas Lang. Yeah. They're flying as well. They've scored 70, 80 goals, uh-huh. and, and they only get the one against Darvel. Um, Darvel with 10 men for you know the last half hour and then still won comfortably. They're, I think they're, they're 12, 13 unbeaten and 12 yeah. goals. Yeah, they're flying so, in the league, yeah. They've got a Listen, they've got a mammoth task against one of the most talked about clubs in the country. Um, so it's tough to, to predict uh, a win for Darfo, but they couldn't be getting in in any better form. And, and, you know, they've got players that have played at that level and mm-hmm. about that level. So, again, that's one you can look at. Why not? Aye, that, as you say, that Talbot, I would say Talbot have got the players, like the experience, but they've all kind of done it with Talbot. You look at it like that. Ian McShane, Daryl Meggett, they've played at that SPFL level. They know what it's like to play in these types of games. That could be massive for them as well. Darwell got there, obviously, beating Shinrai, as you said, were at that game. And then the, the games against Brecon, obviously, they draw away and then beating them at home in penalties was the tightest of, tightest of margins as well. How big will that boost be for 
Darv will get into that stage, obviously, through the through the tightest of margins and a massive kind of game against Brecon, who are obviously flying in the Highland League as well. Yeah, it's huge because, you know, obviously they took the lead up there, Darvo, live in the telly, and that's another incredible achievement as yeah, well, exactly, Darvo yeah. in the telly, you know, that, that, that's amazing, um, but, you know, they'd be disappointed now to win the first leg, and then when it, you know, they were so close to winning in 90 minutes as well, yeah. it was just a wonder goal that sent it to penalties, and then that's when you, you have to start thinking, oh, there's a luck that's no in here, you know, if you're a Darvo fan, Um but no, they did the job. Uh, big Chris Truesdale mm-hmm. saved a, a couple of spot kicks. He, he sent them through. It's uh, as it's when you, it gets to a lottery when it goes to penalties, you know. And, and when you do prevail, it's the, the worst way to lose, but it's the best way to win. You know, it's it's one of them. It's like a kind of cliche, but they they'll be riding high. And you know, the, I spoke to Mick at, uh, at the weekend, and he says, "I says, you know, he's got no pressure. That's no light." He's and he's like, "No, no, I'll be putting pressure on them." And, <laughs> That's understandable, but really, for that, there's no pressure on Darvel to go to Gayfield and get a result. It's, you know, they're one of the most informed clubs in the country, are yeah. you know, they're four points clear in the in a full-time league. Uh, obviously, no great for a Kelly point of view, right enough. <laughs> they, they're doing an incredible job, and Dick Campbell's doing a great job, yeah. but there's no pressure on Darvel to go there, so they can go and play. They play great football, Darvel. So there's no reason why they, they can't go up there and, and give a good account of themselves. Yeah, as we say, we're talking, you're talking there about a growth. They're absolutely flying in the championship. I know you've said there you'll not be liking that yourself personally, but they are, I mean, they are the, the talking team of this of Scottish football at the moment. They're sitting top of the, the championship. Do you think they can keep that? I know we're kind of going on a wee bit of a tangent, but do you think they can keep that going? Do you think they are, like, do you think they are that good? Or do you think this, it's kind of been a wee blip, like a, a wee run that's maybe just too good to be true, kind of thing. Does that make sense? Um, well, I hope they fall away. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's one of them, you know. Every week, I, you look, you think, oh, surely this is a week, you know, they'll start off, they'll start off in, in yeah. the air, obviously. I think that was uh, Bob, uh, kind of mean that would, but they lost the air a couple yeah, of Yeah, yeah, they lost the air in Boxing Day, I think, didn't they? Is that them? Is that them maybe hitting it a bit then? No. Back and, and they were down 1 0 to Wraith and they beat Wraith at Starks, which is incredible in itself because that's a, another tough place to go. Mm-hmm. It's what you know, they're four points clear, so as long as they it's, it's all in their hands now. If they the good thing is for them is they've beaten every team in the top five, whereas mm-hmm. well, Kelly haven't they? Kelly have, have only beaten one team in the in the top five, so which is incredible if you were to look at the start of the season and be deciding who was doing that, it would be. It would certainly be the other way, but they're doing an incredible job. And I, I think I read they've beaten nine out of the ten teams in the league, so yeah. they can beat everybody. So, yeah. you know, why not? Why not? Aye, absolutely. I mean, it's some. It's going to be some game for Darvel to go to a broth. You're you're getting a broth at probably the best time you you can get them. Obviously, they're they're flying at the top of the league and things like that. It's going to be some game for Darvel. I spoke to the manager Mick Kennedy about their chances at the weekend. We're absolutely thrilled to be joined by the Darvel manager, Mick Kennedy. Mick, it's a busy week ahead and obviously been so far. How much are you looking forward to the, the game on Saturday? I think everybody connected with the club uh, is looking forward to it. It's obviously been uh, a few weeks since we obviously won the last round, so I, everybody's looking forward to it. It's, it'll be finally just get get the road to Boris. We sort of, uh, I, I mean, I want to focus on obviously league campaign and domestic cups and stuff like that, So, but it's a welcome distraction, I suppose, but aye, we're looking forward to it. I mean, obviously the the journey to get there. Obviously the the win against Dunbar and then the break the breaking game. Obviously home and away, 
won it in penalties. How big a relief was that to win that game? And obviously, this is a the next round against a Bros going to be a, another test. I know definitely. I think obviously two very difficult uh, rounds to get through it against Sunmarah, who have done really well this year. To be fair, and breaking it over the two legs or over two ties was a really demanding games. To be fair, that's been breaking of massively improved. They, they get relegated, and I think they'll be one of the favourites for like when the Highland League this year. So, uh, but I think the other two games who deservedly deserve to go to the next round, and then obviously we've been drawn away to Broth. Listen, probably one of the most informed teams in the country at this point so I probably couldn't get a harder tie away from home to be fair but listen it's the club's first year in the senior Scottish Cup so everybody's just looking towards uh, towards it with a bit of excitement I suppose Aye definitely obviously with yourself and John in particular that's like the Scottish Cup's obviously been one of the the focuses for you that was obviously one of the the reasons you you went to Darwell obviously to get the club into that kind of level it must be a kind of a big thing for you and John to get there at this point now Listen, massive. I only joined the club probably two years ago, mm-hmm. so uh, it's it's been quite a remarkable journey in such a very short space of time. Uh, and, and not only the fact that we're obviously in the senior Scottish Cup, but the the fact we're able to win and compete with clubs in League Two and the Highland Leagues and stuff like that. So it's some uh, fantastic credit to probably more so everybody else who connected with the club with myself. To be fair, there's a massive amount of work gets done behind the scenes to put the club in a position that it is today. To be fair. Yeah, obviously as well, like the players, it's it's one of those games I've obviously been dreaming about. There's a couple of players that have had that experience. I think I like seeing McShane, Darryl Meggett. But for the players as well, it must just be an occasion for them that they, obviously, you want to win the game. But just it's it's one of those occasions, obviously, enjoying it. So one of the main things. I, I, I think for the group, it, there's probably moments in, you look back in your career and, and there'll be sort of moments and nights probably that I waited that night you breaking one in the penalties. Listen, I'm sure the, the group at Orton Lake Talbot have had many remarkable Scottish Cup ties the other years and I'm sure yeah. when their careers come to an end they'll look back on it with fond memories and that's really what it will be. Listen, clubs at your level are not going to go and win the Senior Scottish Cup. I don't have the MD expects that but there's moments within each year that that you look back and think that was a special moment and then that that as I say that's what the first couple of rounds have been then hopefully Saturday potentially would be another one if we managed to pull off the unthinkable and win yeah absolutely a way to growth yeah absolutely obviously the fans as well this is a, a big moment for them how important will they be in Saturday massive listen I, I said that as we spoke before on the show I've always said that listen for the club to be successful and sustainable then it really needs to get full back from the community and I think days that like Saturday as part of us repaying their, their loyalty and the commitment they've shown the club and support over the last couple of years when we set out at the start we said that we wanted to try build something a bit special and I think days like Saturday is a repayment for that because it'll be a massive day for the town and the community uh, and, and listen you can look on it we, we look forward to it with fond, fond thoughts and memories hopefully after it's obviously the ties complete yeah definitely obviously finally as well a broth we said, you said at the start of the show they're sitting top of the championship Dick Campbell's always a big name in Scottish football. It must. What's your kind of thoughts going into the game, and how much you can excited to kind of meet Dick and things like that? I listen. I think he's obviously quite a renowned and remarkable character in our game. To be fair, he said massive successor. Listen, to have the career that any manager have uh, at any level of football, and how long Dick's been in your professional game is remarkable. We know how quickly people disappear at our game after maybe a couple of years managing clubs like that, but he's managed to sustain a really successful long career. He's done a remarkable job at a broth to be a part-time club, sitting top of the championship come January. Uh, that there's obviously that's no fortune there's no fortune behind that. That's obviously testament to him and his coaching staff and the players. And 
think also as well that that group of players have been together for a number of years and helped them through leagues. It's not as if it's been a massive turnover of players every time they've been promoted. That's been a core group that's done that and achieved that alongside Dick and, and Ian and, and, and the rest of the staff. Yeah. So it's a remarkable achievement. But I we're looking forward to it. Listen, we'll go up there we're in sort of strategy and game plan and trying to implement ourselves in the game and try and take control of it as best we can. But we're very aware of how challenging a game will be, particularly away at Brough. Yeah, definitely. Mate, we're wishing you all the luck in the world. Thanks very much for coming on and best of luck. Good speaking to me. I'll speak to you soon. Cheers. We'll talk about Auckland Lake Talbot. Obviously, Auckland Lake Talbot, how they got there is quite remarkable, beating a championship side in Hamilton Ackies to get there. That was some game, that. Aye, aye, it was. Um, obviously, you you were there, uh, I believe, and I, I was I was at that as well. I've I've been to a lot of kind of Scottish Cup games at Talbot over the years, and every time I'm like, oh, surely they can't do it this time, but they, they just keep doing it. And I went up to Tynecastle a few years ago. Yeah. Obviously, that was four 0 but it was a kind of strange game that they did deserve. You know, maybe a goal or two out of it. But they have a, that game against Hamilton. Granted, it that was the first time you were like as much as they were playing a championship team, a former Premier team, you were going into that, there's no way Talbot's losing this, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that's a testament to the work that Tommy Sloan's done yeah. over the years, you know, usually you get into the air game and, and Cove games, you're thinking, ah, oh, no, that's so bad, it? but you were going into that Hamilton game and thinking, there's no way Hamilton to get a win here, you know, and I think Hamilton can underestimate the yeah, task. I think they did as well. Their team, you know, they had a couple of debutants, if I remember right, and, you know, a couple of young lads, I know that they're kind of based around that, but their team, it wasn't the strongest team they could have put out. And they've turned a corner now. I, I don't know if maybe Stuart Taylor's learned for that, you know. He's kind of, that'll be one of their worst results in, in history, yeah. I'd imagine. So they've obviously, they've, they've had to bounce back for that and they've kind of done that. But, you know, it's Talbot it just done it again. And as they always do, I, I don't think they've, I might be wrong, but I don't think they've lost a Scottish Cup game at Beechwood. No, I don't think they have either, but it's yeah, as you say. Both and went up there and lost, but again, yeah. we got the point at uh, the, the draw at, at Beechwood. So. But, uh, we're saying about Beechwood as well, we were, we're talking earlier about the, the 500 fans. There's going to be pr- close to 5,000 at Beechwood. It's going to be some game, in it? It's just going to be some atmosphere. Going to be on the TV as well. It's just, it's such a big, big day for the Talbot fans. Talbot players, obviously, we are, we're close to a few of them, Shankers in particular. It's going to be just massive, isn't it? It's going to be a massive occasion for everybody involved. Yeah, I think with the with the safety restrictions, it's only ended up being about three thousand. But I get that sold out in less than two hours. Yeah, exactly. Just show you know they could have sold probably five. You could have sold five thousand easy. Yeah. <laughs> As you're saying, you know there was probably loyal fans that's missed out in that. Yeah, exactly. One of the first come first serve kind of things. But Beechwood's such a unique park. You know, mm-hmm. the fans are right on top of the players. And teams to come at Beechwood, they don't think it's going to be like that. They think, you know, oh, they're yeah, junior team, a non-league team. This will be easy kind of thing. And it's not, it's not going to be. I'm not saying they're going to beat Hearts, who are the, the third best team in the country, they, which is just arguable. But I think that's fair enough when you look at the gap they've got. So yeah. Hearts might be a totally different challenge to what they've had. But, you know, if anybody's going to do it, it is still. But you look at that Hearts team, though, like Craig Gordon, John Suter's there as well, Stephen Kingsley, Barry Mackay, Josh Janelli. It's it's stacked a talent as well. It's it's going to be one of those games that I think Talbot, obviously they'll fancy their chances. How could you know? They've got that record at home, but 
this is a good Hearts team. This is a, as you say, it's probably as the third best team in the country. It's it's going to be a big a big occasion for the Talbot players. Yeah, I know it is a good Hearts team, and, and Robbie Nielsen made no bones about it during the week that he's not going to be resting anybody. He, yeah. He's coming down. He's watched Talbot. He obviously he'll have seen and after losing to Brora last year, they they'll be making sure there's no kind of dodgy cup exit again. They'll they'll be coming down yeah. as he likes a. It, but the sounds that he was resting Liam Boyce to be ready for Saturday, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> incredible. When yeah. obviously he wasn't quite ready for for Tuesday, but Nielsen was saying he was wanting him to be ready for Saturday, which you know that's a that's a credit to Talbot that somebody like Robbie Nielsen is saying that, that you know we're needing a star man for a game like that. And, and as you say, you've got Craig Gordon and you know all these players. It, it's an incredible team they've got, and it'll be. It was some occasion for the Talbot fans to see these guys in, in flesh as well. And it's just incredible that three times in 10 years it's, it's been Talbot's got to this stage and they've, and they've ended up the hearts. It's, it's incredible. Um, and good luck to them. You know, it's, it's, it's good now that, that they've actually got one at Beechwood to, to test it because it's Pinecastle's a tough place to go for, for anybody, anybody in Scotland, you know. Um, it's it's a tough tough place, so now they can they can see how tough Beechwood is to come to. Yeah. As you say, that level that you talk about a fortress, Beechwood is the place. We saw it the weekend, a last minute goal for Craig McCracken to get to the quarterfinal with Junior Cup. That's that's what they that's what they do. Craig McCracken's got Scottish Cup experience. There's so many players in that team who thrive on that big occasion, and I think it's just going to be a massive game. It's going to be one of those to to sit back and enjoy. I spoke to Auchinleck's Graham Wilson about the game and their thoughts for the weekend. So we're absolutely, absolutely delighted to be joined. I'll start that again. So we're absolutely delighted to be joined by Auchinleck Talbot star man Graham Wilson. Graham, it's a pleasure to welcome you on to the show. Thanks for coming on. No worries. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. How are we? How is your preparation going into Saturday? Just the usual. Working all week. Training Tuesday, Thursday. Just the usual. Getting into the, obviously the the journey, the getting into the game, obviously at Hearts at Beechwood. The way he's got there, obviously you scored the winning goal against Hamilton. That must have been up there with one of the top top games of your career. Aye, it's definitely up there. Aye, if not, it's probably the top one. Um, to to score the winner against a championship side in the Scottish Cup, I mean, it's not really unless we didn't start, it doesn't get much bigger than that. <laughs> um, but no, it was great. It was great to get the winner. See, obviously, the you obviously you've got experience against Hearts. Like we said at the time, there's there's one thing certain. Looking like they're going to get Hearts. Last time it's at Beechwood, though. The last two times it was at Tynecastle. It must be massive for the club first and foremost to get that game, and obviously being on the tail at Beechwood again. Ah, uh, it's another big money spinner for them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I uh, great for the, the the club and the fans. The fans are just uh, they're all mad for it down there, and um, it's good to see another big cup tie coming to Beechwood. Yeah, definitely. Get into the, the game as well. It's a big club. It's a, the third third best team in the country right now, I would say. A team that's got class players, Craig Gordon's in there. You've got likes of Barry Mackay, Ben Woodburn. What's the preparation getting into the game? Are you thinking about the opponents or is it just take care of yourselves? I think it's just kind of the same as the, the United game and the Hamilton game. It's just the same kind of preparation. You're not really expecting, expected to, to beat them as such. Um, more so than now that it's Hearts, but We'll just get into the same as we went to the other two games and try and keep it tight at the back, try and hold out and try and sneak a winner. What's Tommy's attitude towards the game? Is it just business as usual? Aye. He doesn't change. He's just the same. 
you know, they were playing down at Craig Mark, they were playing Hearts, it's just the same guy you get. Yeah, definitely. Grant, obviously the, the game, the atmosphere, it's better obviously with 3,000 fans there as opposed to 500, which was possibly going to be a couple of weeks ago. How fi- how big are the fans going to be for this type of game? Massive. Massive. Um, they're, they're just uh, they're, they're one of the kind of fans that all can let they're the first on your back, you're not know, playing well and they're, they're there to back you up when you're doing well. Um, so I think, I think the fans will play a big part and if we're going to beat Hearts, they'll need to play a part, a part in it to, to, to win the game. What are your, what's your thoughts yourself? I mean, Garb, you're, you're going to play up against like, John Suter. It's John Suter, Stephen Kingsley. It's, it's a good good defensive line. Are you worried about that? Or are you just thinking about your, just getting the game as much as just, possible? Just getting the game, aye. It's international players you're playing against, you know what I mean? But I will just take it like any other so, Scottish Cup uh, tie and just try and try my heart out basically and just try and get a win, definitely. which is going to be this time. I definitely wish you all the best, Graham. Thanks very much for joining me. No worries, Scott. Thank you. Cheers. We've spoke to all three teams and they're all giving their, their predictions and things like that. Let's give it to you. Let's do it ourselves. Who... That might sound a daft question, but who's got the best chance of going through to the next round, do we think? It's got to be Clyde Bank. Um, you know, that's that's the the, the easy choice and, and one that I'll happily take. Right. What do we think? Right, we'll go through one to one each. We'll get we'll get, get a score prediction for all three games. Clyde Bank against Anne. And I think Clyde Bank will win. I'm gonna go two one Clyde Bank. I think they'll get through. I think I think it'll be a draw. I'm not sure. Does it go to a replay? Or? I think it goes. I might be wrong. Somebody can clarify. I think it goes to extra time. Right. Okay. Well, I, wrong, way, but... I, think, I think in 90 minutes it'll end up in one each. It'll be a kind of nervy, tight affair. And listen, it'd be great if Clyde Bank did have an <laughs> to do it in the 90 minutes. But I think it'll, you know, I think it'll be a tie that goes all the way. If it is on the day as well, I think it could even go all the way to penalties, you know. I I'll double check that, but I'm sure it is. I'm I'm sure I heard that it was it was going to extra time. I don't know if I'm 100 on that though. Dar will go into a broth. Obviously, Dick Campbell's a broth who are sitting top of the championship. It's going to be tough. What do you think? Do you think Dar will have a chance of getting through? I've been saying all week to folk. I think Darvel are going to surprise folk. You know, you look at the team they're playing, and you know, Kelly and Inverness are in particular losing to a broth. But I think it's one of these ones. Dick Campbell's not going to underestimate that role. There's no way. But I think it's natural for players to maybe yeah. take their foot off the gas a bit when they're playing non-league, a non-league team at home. You know, everybody knows all about that, Ed Darvel, of course. But I think it's just natural for players to kind of take the, take the eye off it a wee bit. And if they do that, Darvel will punish them. You know, they've got players there that are, that are, um, that are going to punish them. And I think, I think it, it probably is too tall an order. So I'm not going to probably not going to predict Darvel getting the result but I think they will surprise folk and if things go their way there's every chance you know they could they could put a kind of shock yeah. in there as Max said and a lot of folk I've spoke to have said this you just want to do that you just want to do you're so proud don't you it's a game it's it's a game I the, obviously there's there's a bit of pressure but you're going against a team who are flying it's not as if like Darvel are expected to win same with Lake as well you go there and do, do you're so proud. That's it. And it's some occasion for the players as well. It's one of the some players and it's coaching staff, fans will never forget. So I I think Darv, I think I wouldn't be I wouldn't put it past Darvo to get get maybe a draw, but I think it will be a mammoth task. And I think it will be the same rock and leg as much as I 
I want to see Auchinleck win. Obviously, the, the friends we've got there as well, it's it's a mammoth task. You're playing against a massive team, a team that's flying as well. Yeah, aye. So, Darvel and Dalbert are both playing two of the most informed teams in Scotland, mm. which which isn't the ideal, you know, mm. when you're hoping to get into the last 16. But, again, these teams will have seen Darvel and Talbot's results over the years and they'll be, you know, they'll be a bit worried and you know, it could be pressure on their end as well because it's a it's an all-win situation for these teams because you know they're expected to win these games and if anything anything goes wrong, it's it's you know be one of their worst results ever, you know. It's yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be a fantastic weekend as well. Stay up to date with SM Media for all the all the coverage of the games. Lachlan, what game are you going to? Yeah, I'm actually doing a double header. Double I'm header. For Talbot Hearts, and then I'll be straight up the, the 76 to Terrible Park. Brilliant. and the United, so hopefully a couple of Ayrshire wins to, to write about. Absolutely. Lock, it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Thanks for having me, mate. Pleasure. Thanks very much to everyone that's tuned in. Please subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels and follow us on social media. Thanks very much, everyone. See you soon. Cheers. Cheers.